Good evening and welcome to today's episode and edition of the FIFA World Cup show. This week, starting from tomorrow, is the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 qualifying games. And tonight, on this episode, we will be discussing the qualification games, especially that will be happening on the African continent. Ten teams are vying for five possible slots from the African continent and the bragging rights to represent Africa at the World Cup. One clash that is mouth-watering and is definitely an ignition of old rivalry between two nations. It's Ghana versus Nigeria, which will be happening over the weekend on Friday in Kumasi. Tonight, on today's episode, Ademola from Nigeria will be joining me in the studios and Justin to do the discussions tonight. Tonight, as well, we'll also be looking at the other games. Mali will be taking on Tunisia. DR Congo will be taking on Morocco in a bid to return to the World Cup for the first time since 1978. And Egypt will also be taking on Senegal for the first time in 48 days after they last met at the African Cup of Nations final. So tonight, thank you, Dare. I see you. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Araba. And thank you all for joining us for tonight's episode. Justin, as always, welcome to the show. Ademola, thank you for joining us. Kindly unmute your mic and join us. Ademola, thank you for coming on tonight. Yeah, good evening. Good evening. And thank you for for joining us tonight. Uh, It's my pleasure to make my debut on, on the show today. And I hope it's going to be a memorable one. Definitely. And I we hope... It's the first of many, many, many times you'll be joining us on the show. Hopefully, hopefully. Just give us a brief overview of what the atmosphere is like in Lagos, Abuja, and across the many cities of Nigeria as we go into this weekend's clash, Ghana, Nigeria. Uh, Well, uh, it is a bit of a mixed feelings for, for most Nigerians. Some are confident, some are not so confident, uh, while some are not don't don't even have any confidence whatsoever uh, when it comes to the ability of the Super Eagles to, to fly over uh, the Black Stars of Ghana. But but then again, uh, this is an old rivalry uh, that is going to be renewed on, starting from Friday and then the return leg in Abuja a, a few days later. Uh, this is a derby, and when it comes to the when it's a derby. Uh, the, the form 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 book is torn apart. Uh, everything is thrown out of the window, and it comes down to whoever wants it more. Uh, but if you ask me, as a Nigerian, I think um, the, the Super Eagles have the edge. Uh, if you consider some of the things that, that have happened, gone down in the last uh, few months, especially considering the performances of the two uh, teams at the African Cup of Nations. They did not have the two of the, the two sides did not have the best of a couple of nations, but I think uh, the, the the Nigerians were just a bit uh, unlucky uh, to have lost to the Tunisians in, in the second round. But then again, like I said earlier, this is a derby, and um, the the fumble goes out of the window. And to cap it all up, uh, there are Nigerians who are very uh, skeptical about the chances of the Eagles uh, because of some. Isolated history of disappointing when it matters most. And then there are some other Nigerians who are very, very confident in the abilities uh, of this current set of super egos uh, to truncate the ambitions of the Black Stars of making it to, to the World Cup again. Definitely, Ademola, hold your fire. And we'll speak to our other guests to also get what's the feeling is like in Ghana. Justin, uh, we lost you on the speaker stage. Okay. Um, Justin, can you give us a feeling of what is happening in the Ghana uh, 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 setup in terms of the atmosphere 
and the general mood around the Ghanaian team and populace? Oh, I mean, everything is everything is quite um, quite um, for Ghana because we are we are we are trying to work discreetly to be able to um, beat Nigeria and make it to the 2022 World Cup. And I mean, like, um, from from what we saw in in January, which was quite disappointing. Um, everyone everyone knows, or every football watcher knows, how Ghana is going through a transitional phase, probably since 2019, where Ghana for the first time weren't even able to make it to the quarterfinals of an African Cup of Nations. Um, when when they've had when they've had a long grind of making at least um, at least the semi-final since 2008. So everyone knows how Ghana is going through a transitional phase where there was a point where there was there, there was about 16 players making making the squad for the African Cup of Nations. So everything everything seems new new for Ghana. But then in in a in a two-legged tie where they have to play against their their brothers. Let me let me say, um, I think, I think that it is. I think it is. It is. It is going to be something that's very, that's that's very very heated because you know against Nigeria, as Adimola said, the fumble goes goes out of the window, and probably both countries hope to hope to go through because I think that for for the Ghanaian populace, even though they say they do not really care about the Black Stars anymore, they will be disappointed if Ghana can't make it to a World Cup because in, because the 2018 shock was was actually quite painful. But then I think they'll also be hit this time if Ghana can't make it to the World Cup as well. Definitely. Ghana will be hit if they can make it to the World Cup. But one set of players, one, set, one group of people that will be looking to cause and impact people's emotions on the day is the players. And Ademola, can you walk us through the current sets of players in the Nigerian camp at the moment and those who are out of the team and what to expect from the Nigerian set of players? Well, um, the, the biggest news uh, in terms of injury concerns, uh, uh, as, a, as a concerns the Super Eagles, is the absence of um, uh, the Leicester man, Wilfred Ndidi. Uh, who picked up an injury? Uh, I think in their last uh, European engagement against Rouen in France, he, he got injured. I think I, I, I cannot remember the nature of his injury now, but he's definitely out of of this one. Uh, that's the reason why uh, another player who plays in France, incidentally, I think he plays for Rouen as well. Nelson Bonke was, was called up as his replacement. So indeed, he's, he's going to be a massive loss because uh, he's been phenomenal for Leicester City in the English Premier League. And of course, for the for the Super Eagles of Nigeria, since he made his debut uh, for 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 Nigeria, so uh, it's going to be a big loss. But other than Wilfred in the who is out, and the goalkeeper uh, who was the number one at the Nations Cup, uh, although he did come under a lot of fire uh, after the outside of Nigeria in the, in the second round, uh, I'm talking about the Sparta Rotterdam goalkeeper uh, Maduka Okoye, who is currently ill, uh, and there are talks that he could make the trip to to Ghana. Uh, but I, I don't think he will be starting. So those two players are out of the picture for, for Super Eagles. Uh, but in terms of the, the players that are in, of course, uh, Osime, who is in bread of form, four goals in the last two games uh, for Napoli in the Serie A. Of course, he's in camp, he's in bread of form, and he's raring to go. Uh, Kelechi Anacho, Iwobi is not there, of course, as well, because he got suspended. Uh, he's suspended uh, currently because of the red card he uh, he he was uh, he got against uh, Tunisia in the in the last game. Unfortunately, just moment after he came on, so uh, those three players are not going to be there. Uh, but um, a big talking point is Ademola Lukman, uh, who decided to to dump England for Nigeria a few months ago, and then his uh, clearance from FIFA came through in time, and then his, he got his first call up and he's joined up with the team uh, just in time for this game against Ghana. So. Uh, uh, for for as far as the players are concerned, in attack, I think the the, uh, the Nigerian team is loaded. Osime Igalo, who plays in Saudi Arabia, uh, he couldn't make the initial score because of some club commitments. Um, Ademola Lukman, Ian Acho, uh, Emmanuel Dennis, who plays for Watford in England, 
it is it is it is a loaded team when you talk uh, in terms of the uh, the attacking talent in the squad. Uh, defensively too, uh, we we have uh, a number of players available. So apart from Indidi, uh, Iwobi, and the other guy that I talked about, I think um, we pretty much have uh, the the regular collection of players. Uh, to do business for Nigeria against Ghana. Definitely. You pretty have the regular players to do the business for Nigeria. But one key thing about the Nigerian squad that struck me is the fact that you have nine strikers in this Nigerian team. It's like Nigeria is flexing their muscles before the game. Well, lately, I think the Nigerian team has has scored or the the, the number of players called up have been lopsided a bit. Uh, and I think that uh, the coaches are, are trying to maximize where their strength uh, lies. We have quite a number of uh, attacking players, and in fact, I was think I was thinking earlier today. I was I was talking to myself, and I was asking if I was in the position of the managers, who would I start? Because there, there there there's a whole lot of attacking players that you don't know you want to start. Of course, uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, uh, got, uh, sorry. Uh, Osimhen seems to be the one that is most informed. He scored four goals in the last two games. I think he scored uh, against Verona twice. And their last game, I forgot who they played against in the Serie A, but he scored two goals in each of those of those games to make it four in the last two. Uh, Odion Egalutu is scoring in Saudi Arabia, but the quality of the league may not be as strong as uh, any of the top five leagues in Europe, but his score is a proven goal scorer. Then you have Emmanuel Dennis, who, who, who's, who's shown like a million stars especially in the early part of the English Premier League this season, and is one of the most important figures at, at Watford. So he's there as well. In fact, this the, the team is so loaded, especially in the attacking uh, department, that Taiwa Wuni could not make the main squad. He was he was included in the in the standby, uh, standby list. So uh, I can understand if you say the, the coaches or the, the managers of the Nigerian team are flexing their muscles, in terms of the of the attacking talent at their disposal, uh, and um, it's it's going to be a lot of problem for uh, for the Black Stars, especially if the if the Nigerian coaches get the uh, the starting eleven, especially the the three or two guys going forward, if they get it right on, on match day. So I think uh, the the coaches are just uh, doing their best to to shore up the areas or to maximize or make the most of the areas. Uh, where they have comparative advantage. I, I don't think Ghana can boast of the attacking talents we have currently now. Maybe in the past, but presently, I don't think the Blacks can boast of the attacking talents we have within our ranks now. And I think they are just uh, trying to maximize where they have comparative advantage. And talking of comparative advantage, Mr. Kowa, can you walk us through the Ghana squad and the team we have at the moment and what to expect from the Ghana team. Hello, Philip. Yes, Mr. Kowa. Um, Walk so, us through the Ghana squad and what to expect in the Ghana team. So, um, we, we, as, as, as Ademola said, we, 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 we do not have the kind of big names that they have relatively, but I think that for me, this is, this is one of the most decent Ghanaian sites I've seen in quite a while. Um, him, 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 him saying that Ghana do not have the kind of Ghana do not have the kind of um, attackers that Nigeria have is right because now as now as you can see um, we've 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 lost we've lost one of the best teenagers and probably top five Euro- European football one of the exciting teenagers in the name of Kamal Din Suleiman who had earlier this month who 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 suffered from a spine injury. And we do not know how long he is out for, so that is so that is a concern for the Ghana Black Stars, as as well as um, Baba Rahman, the the Chelsea player who is on loan at Reading, and also we actually called up, we actually called up this this new this this new Ghanaian player actually um do, doing well for Bristol. In the championship, called Antoine Semenyo. Um, he was he was actually called up initially, and he was unfit. I think about two weeks ago. But then, Nigel Pearson said he had passed fit. But in 
in last weekend's game, he was able to play about seven minutes and he was taken off. So then that shows that he's not going to be available, even though he has been called up. But there, there, but um, I think there have been some, there have been some good ins in the in the names of former former um, local goalkeeper, local base goalkeeper Richard Ofori, who's been past fit now by Orlando Pirates and is now back in the team. Um, Roma, Roma um, AS Roma attacker Felix Afinajan is back. Um, we have Kwesi Ochiriet, who was who was part of Bayern Munich's second team, reserve team, but is now in the Eredivisie. Um, we have introduced Dennis Odoi, who used to be a fullback for Fulham, now plays for Club Bruges in um, in Belgium. Um, Osman Bukari, who actually plays with Moses Simon at at um, at Nantes, who is actually a very good winger, and we are happy, and we are also happy to have uh, Mohamed Kudus, who has been reintroduced into the team after a long, a lengthy rib injury, and he is now back with with the with the Ghanaian side. So, I think I think it's a very good, it's a it's a very decent squad for Ghana as compared to what we had. And actually, we also have. A midfielder who used to play for Lyon, who was part of Lyon's academy and now plays for um, Ghent in Belgium, called Elisha Owusu. And he's, he, is, he, is, he is also a good player who's been looked at a few times by Wolves and Atletico Madrid. So it seems like the four tactical heads for the Black Stars have some good players they can work with um, this time around. Talking of players the technical heads of the Black Stars can work with, I noticed, interestingly, in the Ghanaian call-up, even though it was late, lately announced on Tuesday, that Ghana has nine defenders for this particular uh, uh, game. And is that to say it is to cushion the Black Stars against any Nigerian attack that will be coming, given the variety and nature of attackers the Nigerian team currently boasts of? I think not 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 necessarily, but as you know, um Chris Hutton has played with a back five before and and I think considering or I'm 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 just I'm I'm just assuming what he thinks because if he has played with a back five before, he'll be able to coordinate a back five in terms of how Ghana should play if they should meet if they should meet a fully loaded Nigerian side, and in 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 order to limit chances, he has um they have they have come together and actually brought brought out three left backs. That is in the names of Gideon Owusu, Dennis Corsa, and as well as um, um Montari Kamaheni from Israel, and also they have reintroduced um, um centre back from. Celta de Vigo, that's Joseph Edu, as as part of as part of the centre backs that Ghana already have, and as you know, Dennis Odoi, who is who is quite experienced in terms of Euro- European football, will also will also try and cement the right back spots that Andiadom holds right now because it seems like we also do not have um, um a good amount of depth in in that position, so. You can you can you, you can probably see it in the in the sense that yes maybe it is because it is because um it is because despite egos have heavy artillery up front but then if you think about it some of these coaches have worked with the back five before so probably they want to mix a match during these training sessions if if in this if in these two legs a back five will be coached or probably a, a back four, a normal back four from the Black Stars would be good. So I think it is I think the nine defenders is to see who 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 can who can be able to play aside Alexander Jiku and Daniel Amati who usually play for the Black Stars. Definitely. And talking about the Black Stars and talking about Nigeria, let me walk our cherished audience through the head to head record between the two sides. Ghana, Nigeria have played 49 times with Ghana winning the tie 21 occasions. Nigeria just on 10 occasions. Ghana have lost on 10 
locations. The Super Eagles, 21 locations. In terms of draws, both teams have recorded 18 draws. And Ghana's biggest win versus Nigeria was in 1955 in an international friendly when Ghana beats Nigeria by seven goals to nil. Nigeria's biggest win over Ghana was in 1956 when Nigeria beat Ghana by three goals to nil. The last five games between the two nations, AFCON 2006, Nigeria beat Ghana by one goal to nil. International friendly in 2007, Ghana beat Nigeria by four goals to one. AFCON, African Cup of Nations 2008, which was hosted in Ghana at the quarterfinal stage. Ghana beat Nigeria by two goals to one. At the AFCON 2010, in the semi-final game, Ghana beat Nigeria by a lone goal, courtesy Asamoah-Jan. And in an international friendly in 2011, Ghana-Nigeria drew 0-0 in Watford. This is the breakdown. In terms of the friendly, Ghana have won four games in friendly matches. Nigeria won and three draws. In terms of FIFA World Cup qualification games, both nations, Ghana has two wins, Nigeria two wins, and both nations have four draws. African Cup of Nations, Ghana has three wins, Nigeria two wins, and one draw for both nations. In terms of African Cup of Nations qualifiers, Ghana has one win, Nigeria zero, and three draws. And in terms of other competitions, Ghana has 15 wins, Nigeria 7 wins, and 8 draws. This is how the head-to-head record between the two sides looks like. Ademola, what is your initial reaction? But just before I come to Ademola, one caller, a cherished listener from Nigeria, who is also a very strong Nigerian fan, I'll pick him, Dari, and hear his views. Dari, what do you have to say about the head-to-head record of, between the two nations? Unmute your mic to, to, to speak. Hello, Dari. Can you unmute your mic? Hello, Dari. Okay, whilst we wait for Dari, let me take Ademola's reaction on the head-to-head record. Well, uh, from, from the look of things and um, from what, what, I, what I knew and from what you just uh, rolled out, uh, the, the Ghanaian seems to have a numbers. But um, like I said, this is a derby. Everything goes out of the window. And um, given current form and the, the caliber of players available to both sides, I think Nigeria's are favorites going into this one. But nothing is certain. Nothing is settled already. Uh, I, I, was reading, um, I was reading an interview on the page of the newspaper earlier today uh, of um, one of the goalkeepers in the squad, Daniel Akwe. He plays in South Africa as well, incidentally, as... Um, as Richard Ofori, I hope I pronounced the name well. Forgive me, I'm not, I'm not Ghanaian. Although my mom was born in Ghana, actually, uh, but uh, this is that's as close as I could get to to Ghana. Uh, he said um, history doesn't play football, but of course I totally agree. Uh, but then again, history is part of football. But um, the stakes are very high now, and I think this is the first time the two teams are going to be meeting at this stage, like two games just before the World Cup. So, uh, all the advantage of the history Ghana has over Nigeria in terms of the number of matches they've won, I don't think it will count in this one. And, and the players, everybody wants to go to the World Cup. As much as I'm saying the Nigerian team has uh, better players in quotes, uh, more experienced players and um, more illustrious players, even the Ghanaian players who want, want to go to the World Cup, the, the Ghanaian public wants to see uh, the Black Stars at the World Cup, especially... I think it was 2010. 2010 was the last time uh, Ghana was uh, where they woke up, and they gave a good account of themselves. And uh, thinking about that one, if they can make it to the World Cup again, who knows? Maybe they can get to the semi-final and uh, even match on to the final because they were just a whiskers, a whisker away from uh, the semi-final in South Africa in 2010. So maybe if they make it now, they can just go all the way. But I think it's going to be very tough. This Nigerian team will be a very tough nut to crack. Uh, and um, the head to head team uh, result rather uh, would come for little in this one, honestly. Going into Friday's game, 
in Ghana. Augustine Egwavon, can you walk us through a potential first 11 for Nigeria in that game? on friday well well i've been thinking about this too as well uh, and honestly i cannot really because it's just been in charge of the team uh for a few a few months or at best a few weeks already although this is not his first time of being in charge uh, of course I, I could say i i can tell you 60 percent of the team that is going that is going to send out on on friday uh, but then again because of the amount of attacking players he has at his disposal, it could be difficult to pinpoint. But then again, I'm going to try. Um, with uh, uh, Okoye out of out of the picture, I think um, uh, the former number one, um, I, I can't believe, I, I forgot his name now. Uh, Uzo, yeah, Uzo, uh, could could be in goal. Uh, for right back, maybe online now. Uh, left back, the man who plays for Portos, Saidu Sanusi, uh, could be the left back. Uh, Kong and Leon Baloga in camp. Uh, Omero is in camp as well, and he gave a very good account of, of himself at the Nigerian Cup. Uh, and he got the chance to play because um, Leon Balogu wasn't there. But again, Leon Balogu just got back from injury, and he, and he hasn't been playing regularly uh, for Rangers in the Scottish. Uh, Premier League. Maybe, just maybe, uh, we could see the continuation of a partnership between um, Tustekong, who, who also hasn't been getting game time at struggling Watford in England, and, and uh, Omeru, uh, who's, been, who's been doing well uh, for, uh, with uh, Leganes uh, in the Spanish uh, Seconda Division. Uh, so maybe uh, Kenneth Omeru and uh, to stay on in the, in the art of defense. Uh, for the midfield, it's a bit tricky. If indeed he was around, we would have said it is a short bet, but probably one of the first name on the list, but he's not there. I don't know. Yetebo is back as well, but he, he hasn't played so much this season. I don't know if the coach would be confident enough to start him, but in the absence of Indidi, he needs somebody who could uh, play uh, the box-to-box role in midfield. I think Yetebo is probably the best candidate, but because of his uh, fitness status that could be uh, it could be suspect, uh, suspect because of a fitness uh, situation. Bonke is not going to start, and I think uh, Frank Oyinka, who also has been struggling with game time at Brentford, uh, could start alongside um, um, Aribo, uh, who plays for Rangers. So we are going to have two, uh, probably two defensive midfielders, and then um, for. Uh, the midfielders, I think Kelechi Anacho is going to get uh, a role uh, somewhere. He's going to get a role somewhere in midfield, or maybe playing in the old between the, uh, behind the strikers and the uh, between the strikers and the midfield. Then um, on the on the right, if I was the coach, I'll start at the Mola Lupin because I think it's an upgrade on on both Moses Simon and um, Chukwueze. Chukwueze for all his efforts, for all his supposed trickery, his final balls. Is uh, nothing to write to me about. So Chukwueze for me would not start. Ademola on one on one flank and Moses Simon on uh, another flank. Um, and then uh, Igalo and uh, Osime is going to be a straight fight between them. Who gets to start? But based on current form, although I'm not, personally I'm not a fan of um, of um, Osime because I think it's just all all brawn and no brain. He's not he's not an intelligent striker. And if he comes up against a defender that can match him physically, then he's going to have a bad day at the office. So, but of course, uh, based on popular demand and his form for his, for his club, I think Osime is going to start uh, off. I think that's about pretty much what I'm going to do. Uh, the back four, Zaidu Sanusi, Olaino, Tustekong, um, and um, Omero. Uh, and as far as the goalkeeper is concerned, uh, Uzo. Uh, two guys in, in, sitting uh, in, sitting in front of defense, Onyekan uh, uh, Aribo, then Kelechi Yanacho playing in the hole between the defense, between the attack and and the midfield. Then Ademola Lukman, as well as Moses Simon, then Osime in front. Definitely, that is a powerful lineup. And uh, Ademola, hold your fire. And I see Dare on the line. Dare, do you think? Moses Simon can take Nigeria to the promised land 
in Qatar 2022? Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hope you guys can yes. hear me, right? <laughs> yes, we can hear you. We can hear you. Um, well, of course, I feel so. At least uh, Ghana would allow us to pass through the Red Sea. You know, and I know Moses, Simon will, will take us to the promised land. Absolutely. You know, but um, deviating from this, you know, I have, I have a little fear. You know, the team is star-studded. Um, every player on the national team, Super Eagles, uh, doing excellently well in their various clubs. And I hope... Uh, we don't um, uh, play like what happened to the Moroccans, you know, at the last Nations Cup because uh, they were overconfident. They had uh, the, the players there, you know, but um, things didn't go uh, well with them at the Nations Cup. You know, the, the Ghanaian team here uh, have a lot of players that we do not know. A lot of people do not know them, you know, and they might just catch us unawares, you know. But I believe um, the players will, will do excellently well because um, we are not just dependent on Moses Simon. And I'm sure Iguava must have learned his lessons for the last... Hello, Dari. Hello, Dari. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can hear you now. We lost you a bit. Okay, fine. Oh, okay. So I was saying that um, I know Iguava must have learned his lesson uh, from the past uh, from the last Nations Cup, you know, because he depended on on uh, Moses Simon, and uh, the Tunisians marked him out, and uh, I know he won't make the same mistake the on the coming this on come this Friday. I'm sure he would he would maybe try the midfield and make use of our attackers the more, and I believe we will have a good day with the Ghanaians. You know, but I have my fears. Because Ghanaians may just catch us in our ways because you guys have a lot of players that we do not know, you know, and and but I still believe, you know, that we will win. Yeah. That's that's my little talk. Definitely, definitely. And um Mr. Dari, we'll come back to you. We'll come back to you. And um I just want to take um Justin's reactions uh in terms of what to expect from Ghana given the head to head record between the two sides in reaction to, in response to Ademola. So, Mr. Justin Akowa, if you can join us on the line. Yes. Um, Philip, I, I think, as we are all saying, they don't know what to expect. And, I mean, we also, we as Ghanaians also do not know what to expect as, as citizens from the Black Stars. We also do not know the kind of team we will see, but we know for sure that we will see some experienced people. Probably if Jordan... If if Jordan Ayu passes um passes his next COVID test or it comes out as negative, you probably see him on the bench or in the starting lineup, possibly. Someone like someone like Thomas Party, you are most likely to see him. Um you are you are you are going to see a few regulars, probably Richard Ofori, you are going to see him because he is more he has he has he he is more of an imposing figure in the post as compared to um Joe Joe Wolakot, um for of Swindon Town, and you are going to see people like probably Alexander Jiku, Daniel Amati. Would the would the would the left backs? We do not know who to see. Probably the the most the most likely player to start will be Gideon Mensa of Bordeaux. Yeah, we are going to see Joseph Pinto, um the the winger who plays in Belgium, probably or Felix Afinajan. So you are you are most likely going to see him. So I think that I think that for Ghana, any any kind of eleven first eleven we'll see on Friday will be a surprise to many people, and 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 that is what will keep people talking because for for the NFF and Augustine um, in the Nigerian camp, I don't think I think that I think that maybe maybe Ghana believes that they have a psychological edge with releasing the squad on Friday. Hey, sorry, on Tuesday, um, on on Tuesday morning, and and I and with that, and with that, maybe the maybe the Nigerians won't have, won't have a, a fair idea of 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 what to expect from the Black Star. But now the thing is that these four people, Otto Ado, Chris Hilton, um, Masawu Didi Dramani, and George Watson, have not have not coached have not coached the Black Stars before. Or have not had any kind of coaching 
um, coaching experience with the Black Stars, the the closest they've been are scouts, um, video scouts, as as well as um, um, as far as assistant coaches. So then, that's where the surprise comes in because no one really knows how Otto Otto Ado operates as a coach with this kind of um, philosophy, and probably maybe the closest people will know is Chris Hutton because people have seen him in the EPL and in the in the in the championship but then no one know, no one knows what to expect but then should Ghana go with a safer base probably they are they are they are normal four four two with with maybe a few tweaks here and there that will that will surprise the Nigerians but then with that we also we we, we, we hope for we hope for a strong side then any side that this four men should feel like against the spike should be something interesting and probably something very threatening enough to be able to knock Nigeria out of this this okay this just earlier today something happened in the Black Stars camp and I want to get your reaction I want to get your reaction your reaction to that so Thomas the Black Stars had to vacate their traditional hotel that the Black Stars usually lodge in in Kumasi anytime the Black Stars plays, which is the Golden Tulip, for the Super Eagles of Nigeria to a less fancy hotel. Because this weekend is apparently a very busy weekend in the Ashanti regional capital of Kumasi because it has a number of activities. And Thomas Pate, in his statement to the team before they had to depart or evacuate from the Golden Tulip to this less fancy hotel. This was his message to the boys. Where we sleep does not matter. The most important thing is Friday we get the results and get to Qatar with the boys. And Thomas stepping in in terms of wounded lion, Andre Ayu. On any day, Ghanaians have their reservations about Andre Ayu. But on a big game like this and the temperaments of such occasions, I love to see Andre represent Ghana. Do you think Thomas has that temperament, given his recent run of form with Arsenal, to lead the Black Stars to get the needed results in Kumasi? And remember, the Black Stars of Ghana, throughout the history of the qualifiers, have never lost a game in Kumasi. Um, I think following following Thomas' party, I mean, even the even the Nigerian counterparts know that on a very on on a very good day, if you are watching European football, one of the most composed midfielders in the football game will be Thomas' party. From his time at Atletico Madrid to his time at Arsenal, maybe at Arsenal he has had a few a few bad days, but now he has he has settled in and he's actually. Featuring for Arteta and probably shocking most pundits because people people didn't believe that Arteta would be able to play him um, um, down there um, as 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 a lone golden midfielder and it seems that that is working out for us now and and I think on the contrary for the Black Stars Thomas Partey has had very very big question marks with his performances and um, showing that and also showing that his most of his best games has um, having come um, in 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 competitive games, and it has shown in most likely um, it has shown in most likely the excuse me it has shown in the friendly games. Considering, um, I think he had a hat trick against Saudi Arabia some time ago in a friendly, and I think he also had a very good performance against Qatar in a friendly. And this and and these kind of performances are what. Ghanaians are trying to see if Thomas Partey plays for the Black Stars. And not forgetting, in 2019, the AFCON game against Guinea-Bissau, the group game against Guinea-Bissau, it seems that when Partey was moved up front, probably right behind the striker, he had a very good game, and I think he also scored in that game too. So those are those are the example of three games that people try to see from Partey when Partey steps onto the field. People want to see why Partey was paid was was bought for around 60 million euros by um Arsenal and that shows how big that shows how big party is and we all know that we all we all know that on on a good day we all hope to see party shine for the black stars be the best player be the leader and probably probably 
this might work um with 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 the absence of captain andre Ayu, we 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 all hope we all hope to believe that um party will be able to step in and party will be able to be a leader that people expect him to be um and hopefully we as 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 um, football fanatics and um, football fanatics sorry we would we would like to see we would like to see that kind of let's see that kind of world-class performances that Patty has put in time in and time in again in, in Europe against Nigeria. Definitely. And I want to get a reaction of Ademola, his final words as we wrap up with the show tonight. Ademola, what should Ghana expect and what should teaming Nigerian fans also expect from the Super Eagles of Nigeria on Friday in Kumasi? Remember, the Black Stars have never lost a game in Kumasi. And Kumasi is believed to be the spiritual home of the Black Stars. Spiritual home in football? Yes. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember... <laughs> the last time... The, the last time... Um, uh, Ghana played at that stadium in this kind of two-legged uh, affair was against Nigeria. I think they won six-one. Yes. And, I and remember, Egypt, remember, remember, until until that game, Egypt had never suffered such a result in a very long time. It was it is one of their biggest defeats in recent times, as far as the history of football is concerned, and that, as far as Egyptian football is concerned. That's Egypt. They are not Nigeria. They are not super <laughs> they, are, they, are, they are not. They are not super Egypt. And I'm sure you know. And I'm sure the guy, the guy of course. To me now, they know. Of course. Uh, well, uh, of course. On, on a serious note, we I expect fireworks uh, from the first blast of the whistle. The Ghanaians will be motivated because, of course, uh, they are playing at home. They want to go to the World Cup. They have um, the mystical uh, Kumasi fans. Uh, supporting them, and they will not want to let them down. And then again, there's another uh, incentive for them to to do well and qualify for the World Cup. That is their dismal outing at the Nations Cup. But it, it is almost the same for for the Eagles. Just uh, the difference is that we at the last two World Cups, uh, we also did not perform well at the Nations Cup, uh, which is still uh, very painful to a lot of Nigerian football fans. And there's this grudge between Nigeria, Nigeria and Ghana. And so they'll they, they'll be looking to to settle it uh, once and for all. So I I expect a very feisty encounter, uh, and I think um, Nigeria will be the better side, and they are going to carry the day. Uh, that that's what I think. And talking, you spoke about the World Cup, and talking about World Cup records between the two sides. Ghana has made three appearances at the World Cup with Nigeria, making six appearances. Ghana's best. Performance at the World Cup is a quarter finalist performance. It's a quarter final performance in 2010. And Nigeria's best performance in the history of the World Cup is a round of 16 performance where they got to the round of 16 in USA 94, France 98, and the 2014 World Cup in Brazil. That is it in terms of the two sides. Mr. Justin Akowa, can you join us on the line? And your final submissions, what should we expect? What should we expect from the Black Stars of Ghana on Friday? On Friday, the two sides, Ghana has never lost in Kumasi. But given the current strength of the team and the dissonance and the, of, of love between the fans and the players, what should we expect from Ghana as neutrals? Um, Philip, I, I, I also forgot to address this. That um, I don't think the Black Stars should worry about moving out of the city hotel to go to a less fancier hotel because even even in 2008, we were able to accommodate four teams. I remember in the Afcon in 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 in, in Kumasi. So I believe the Black Stars. Will find somewhere good to go, and I think that the performances that they are, they are about to show within in in these two legs will, will actually be an apology to to the Ghanaian public and 
for what they have done, what they've done um, since since 2019, go, um, going out against Tunisia um, in the Afcon, as well as being beaten heavily by Comoros um, by three goals to two for a team that hasn't beaten Ghana before. I think that was quite disappointing, and also and and and, and also a group stage knockout for something that hasn't happened to the Black Stars since 2006 in Egypt, in a group where Nigeria featured and also beat Ghana by one goal to nil. I think that this is, I think this is, um, this is something that, or this, this playoff is, is just an apology to the Ghanaian fans for what they've done, the underperformances, the, the lots of issues about, um, about about player player coach disagreements about management disagreements. I believe that they believe they believe that they owe us something. And 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 I mean, as you know, for Kumase, Kumase is a city that that shows up and shows out every time for the Black Stars. They make sure that they the the stadium is full to the Raptors. And Babayara usually shakes if you've been there before. It actually shakes for about a, a stadium that can take about forty to forty-four thousand people. It is a very, it is, it is a very, very scary stadium, and 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 you wouldn't, you you wouldn't want to be an opponent. And hopefully, if Ghana is in the ascendancy against the Super Eagles, I don't think it is going to be a good thing. And I believe that Nigeria too should be able to hold their own. And I mean, I believe. I believe that even even with my most objective stance, this is going to be a 50-50 game and anyone who goes through deserves it very, very well. Definitely. Anyone who goes through deserves it. And by this, before we wrap up, before we wrap up with the show, I want to get the reaction of Mr. Darry just before we wrap up because our next discussion, Mr. Darry, can I get your final reaction? Can you join us on the line? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you. Your final okay, reaction. Okay, fine. Yeah, so I expect fireworks, like what uh, uh, Ademola said, you know, and uh, I'm just going to draw up a conclusion here. I think Nigeria will defeat the Ghanaians, absolutely, because we have everything uh, to to deliver and to de- and to defeat the Ghanaians, and I'm and this is going to be the first time Gan- the Ghanaians will lose at the stadium uh, because uh, football politics will come in, and I know we know how to play that. And uh, CAF CAF will definitely make more money from the Nigerian team if we go to the World Cup. So I know, I believe uh, we would win definitely on all angles. At, maybe we might draw at your stadium. If the world comes to us, but coming to Nigeria, we will do, we will actually go to the World Cup. And then that I'm sure of. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. That is Mr. Dari giving us the final reaction, saying Nigeria will qualify to the World Cup. And by way of wrapping up, just before we wrap up, I want to extend an invitation to Mr. Demola and Dari that on Friday we would have a reaction after the game after the game so hopefully it will be 9 30 gmt and 10 30 p.m nigerian time we would have yet another show and that show will be much packed with both Ghanaian fans and nigerian fans on this show after the game after the game and to get reactions from both but this is a very technical discussions and um, as always i appreciate uh, mr demola for joining us on the show and we hope this will be the first of many appearances. I thank you so much, Mr. Dari, for also making time out of your busy schedules to join us. And uh, Mr. Justin Akowa, as always, it's a pleasure having you. And to my dearest Araba, thank you so much for the unflinching support and encouragement to joining us on the show. To the two teams, the Black Stars and the Super Eagles of Ghana, we hope the stars will shine bright and the Super Eagles will fly high as the Eagles they are known for. And hopefully for the rest of the other teams, we wish them well as the games continue. But one anthem, one team song that would usher the teams as they get out of the various tunnels and dressing rooms 
to battle it out for a slot in Qatar 2022. It's our official signature tune. And on this note, we say adios to you all. <laughs>